0: Tonight, Bruce Willis, diagnosed with dementia, a famous face confronts a ruthless disease.
1: I'm John McClain.
0: The action star in a fierce medical fight. And you start to have either trouble expressing yourself or trouble understanding others. Putting a debilitating condition in the spotlight. Hopefully, uh, this might get people's attention. Town hall turmoil after a toxic train derailment. They're the ones who screwed this up. A rail company no show and the burning questions on both sides of the border. Plus, the end game in a hockey heist.
1: I asked him about the car and he didn't know anything about it.
0: A rare Gretzky, a robbery, and red flags that led to an arrest.
2: TV National News with Omar Sachedina.
0: Good evening, everyone. A man who embodied bravery and toughness in the movies is now forced to show a different type of courage in real life. Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with dementia. His family said today, We know in our hearts that if he could today, he would want to respond by bringing global attention and a connectedness with those who are also dealing with this debilitating disease. That includes nearly 600,000 people here in Canada, a number expected to rise to a million by the end of the decade. CTV's Joe Makishan has more details on his condition and how it may bring more attention to what so many families have to face.
3: An actor who, on the big screen, fought terrorists and thieves Bruce Willis has spent the last year fighting to keep his memories and voice. In a statement, his family said Bruce's condition has progressed and we now have a more specific diagnosis, frontal temporal dementia known as FTD. A disease that can lead to behavior changes, memory loss, difficulties with speech and movement.
0: Frontotemporal dementia, like Alzheimer's disease, like Parkinson's disease, is called a a
3: neurodegenerative condition, which means that there is progressive um, and inexorable death of brain cells. This new information comes one year after the 67-year-old was diagnosed with aphasia. Come to the coast we get together, have a few laughs. A disorder leading to trouble with language and memory. Willis stepped away from acting to focus on his health. Now his family is hoping to focus on FTD. There
0: are about 99 different forms of dementia, um, and FTD, while not the most common, is one of the top five causes of dementia that we know about.
3: FTD often affects people under age 65. Called a cruel disease, there is little known about the cause, and there is no cure.
0: But as it progresses, the behaviour challenges come into to play, then it might also affect movement, um planning and memory, and then eventually
4: um, uh, yeah, it leads, leads to death.
3: It's hoped Willis's diagnosis will help raise awareness and money for research. It may have taken a Hollywood star to shine a light on this disease, but as many as 60,000 Canadians are living with frontal temporal dementia today.
0: Omar. All right, Jill, thank you. For the first time today, U.S. President Joe Biden addressed the objects that were shot down over North American skies last weekend, revealing the previous three were not like the first. Here's CTV's Washington Bureau Chief Joy Malvin on the new details.
5: If the truth is up there, President Joe Biden wasn't sharing much about that massive Chinese spy balloon he ordered shot down over the Carolina coast two weeks ago.
2: Make no mistake, if any object presents a threat to the safety and security of the American people, I will take it down.
5: Offering no apologies, Biden says the military is analyzing the surveillance technology, insisting the U.S. was able to jam communications as the spy balloon drifted over nuclear sites and the U.S. for seven days.
2: We were able to protect sensitive sites against collection. We waited until it was safely over water, which would not only protect civilians, but also enable us to recover substantial components.
5: And what about those unidentified flying objects, one in Alaska, another over the Canadian Yukon and Lake Huron? Deemed a risk to commercial aircraft, fighter jets scrambled over three days last weekend in an unprecedented peacetime shootdown in Canadian and U.S. airspace. The RCMP suspended its search over Lake Huron due to deteriorating weather and low probability of recovery. So what were the objects? Likely nothing more than benign balloons for research or private companies.
2: We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. But nothing nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program.
5: The president's working on new rules on tracking and what to shoot down, facing criticism for being either trigger-happy we're not tough enough
1: we can defend america's uh, airspace uh, but in this uh, situation the administration failed we obviously need a better way to deal with if with what i think and again this is to be confirmed is largely errant balloons and other garbage that's floating around up there
5: trying to ease tensions with china the president said he's not seeking conflict and intends to speak to president xi jinping to get to the bottom of what they were up to Omar?
0: All right, Joy, thanks. Emergency crews are investigating another train derailment, this time outside Detroit. A freight train toppled over the tracks this morning. No injuries and no evidence of hazardous materials. The owner of that train is the same one as the one that derailed in Ohio two weeks ago. Today, the top environmental official in the U.S. tried to reassure residents in the community where there is growing outrage. Here's CTV's Heather Butts. Hey.
6: Frustration, anger, and many unanswered questions at a heated town hall in eastern Ohio. A meeting meant to ease fears. That's what we need
7: right now. We need our citizens to feel safe in their own homes.
6: But East Palestine residents reached a boiling point when representatives from train operator Norfolk Southern didn't show up, citing concerns about employee safety. We're being railroaded by the railroad. The company today posted an open letter saying we will not walk away as it faces demands for more accountability.
7: What I would say is they need to be here in the community. They need to be answering
2: questions.
6: It's been two weeks since a train carrying toxic chemicals derailed in a fiery wreck. Thousands were later ordered to evacuate for a controlled burn of vinyl chloride. Today, America's top environmental official visited the community to try and reassure residents.
0: The public deserves transparency. Uh, The public deserves to have the latest information. And so it's our jobs as the federal government to hold this
8: company accountable. And I promise you we will.
6: Concerned for their safety, many point to the death of thousands of fish in local waters, along with pets and livestock. Some say they're suffering from burning eyes, headaches and nausea.
5: It's just been an absolute nightmare, really.
6: uh, A lot on the nerves. State officials say the air quality is safe, but urge those who rely on wells to use bottled water.
4: All I know
6: is our town needs help. Environment Canada says typically vinyl chloride lasts in the atmosphere for less than 24 hours. Given the location and recent wind direction, it's highly unlikely air quality in southern Ontario would have been affected. Omar.
0: All right, Heather, thank you. To address an injustice tainting the justice system, Ottawa today introduced new legislation to protect people from being punished for crimes they did not commit. CTV's Quebec Bureau Chief Geneviève Beauchemin on Milgaard's
4: Law. For the wrongfully convicted, new hope claims of innocence may be heard. Justice Minister David Lametti is proposing a major overhaul to speed up reviews of miscarriages of justice and to make the system more accessible. The
3: existing system has not changed in over 20 years, and it's time to act.
4: The bill, C40, would take the review process out of the minister's hands and set up an independent commission of up to nine commissioners reflecting Canada's diversity. It would have the power to order a new trial or an appeal in cases where there could be a miscarriage of justice. Under the old system, only 20 new trials or appeals were ordered over 20 years. Almost all those exonerated were white men.
8: Today is the best possible news for the wrongly convicted in Canada. Finally, we have a tribunal that's independent of government.
4: If adopted, the bill would be called the David and Joyce Millgard Law. David Melgard spent 23 years behind bars for crimes he did not commit for the murder and rape of nurse Gail Miller when he was 16. His mother, Joyce, fought tirelessly for his release and then for changes to the system.
6: What my mother would say right now, it's a glorious day, hallelujah. She fought so long and so hard along with David for this day.
4: For Danielle Jolivet, the commission will be a new door to knock on.
7: Police investigators believe...
4: Jolivet was convicted of four murders in 1994. And in a jailhouse interview with W5 last month, he spoke of his 30-year battle to prove his innocence.
2: I lost over 30 years of
4: my life. Jolivet's lawyer welcomes changes that will put fresh eyes on Danielle's case.
3: It's hard for someone when you hit a wall and hit a wall, uh, you know,
4: but now it's, you know, new, uh, it's a new light for him. Advocates say a key aspect of changes for victims is that releasing those wrongfully convicted allows for those who actually committed the crimes to be punished. Omar.
0: All right, Genevieve, thanks. An update tonight on that brazen drive through robbery earlier this month inside a shopping mall north of Toronto. Police have arrested two suspects. Surveillance video caught the stunning moment when a stolen vehicle from Quebec plowed through the doors and cruised through the building. It stopped at an electronics store where the suspect stole some merchandise. Two Quebec teens face charges including theft, break-and-enter, and dangerous driving. Perjury charges may be coming for some of the witnesses who testified about Donald Trump's attempt to overturn his election loss in 2020. The former president made misleading claims, calling the results, quote, "...the big lie." but it's the false claims made to a special grand jury that could result in real repercussions. CTV's Richard Madden reports.
7: That baseless accusation by the former president and his allies...
2: There's no way we lost Georgia. There's no way. The rig... That was a rigged election.
7: ...has officially been debunked by a grand jury in that state, and with it, consequences. Writing, no widespread fraud took place and perjury may have been committed by one or more witnesses. Uh, It is quite clear they're stealing votes. Several Trump allies testified under oath during the high-profile investigation. The report didn't name names, but made it clear it recommends the district attorney seek appropriate indictments for such crimes. The investigation into alleged election interference was launched days after Donald Trump was caught on tape pressuring Georgia's Republican Secretary of State to change the vote count.
1: I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state.
7: This is just one of several investigations looking into Trump's alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election, and comes as the former president campaigns for his old job. And so when you have Georgia pushing back against Trump, does that speak volumes to something bigger happening?
0: I think it does. I think there is a segment in the Republican Party that is really tired of his stories about the 2020 election. And bringing this up again just reminds people that they want to move beyond.
7: Now, Trump didn't testify in Georgia. In a statement tonight, he defended his action, saying he did absolutely nothing wrong.
0: Omar. All right, Richard, thanks. In less than 24 hours, the mayor of Canada's biggest city will be leaving the job.
2: Mr. Mayor, any comments or not? No, not really. We'll talk to you in the next couple of minutes.
0: John Tory submitted his resignation letter last night saying it's been a job of a lifetime. Tory announced he would step down last Friday after admitting to an inappropriate relationship with a former staffer. The Prime Minister was in the Bahamas today for an international summit where the crisis in Haiti was high on the agenda. And the desperation is clear. A boat carrying 300 Haitians was prevented from reaching American soil by the U.S. Coast Guard and widespread poverty isn't the only problem. CTV senior political correspondent Glenn McGregor reports from Nassau tonight.
8: At a meeting of Caribbean leaders, one invited guest they hoped would help solve their most pressing problem, the spiraling crisis in Haiti, where violent gangs control large parts of the cities and sexual assault, kidnapping and murder are rampant, facing crushing poverty Thousands risked their lives escaping to other countries.
0: Canada has been very active uh, on uh, security, on uh, humanitarian, on political support.
8: Haiti's acting president Ariel Henry was among a series of leaders meeting with Justin Trudeau today and calling for more help to stabilize the security situation and to allow for free elections. But from Canada, no promise to send police or soldiers. Instead, additional economic sanctions on those supporting the gangs, more armored vehicles for the police, $22 million more in aid, and a commitment to send two Royal Canadian Navy vessels to patrol the Haitian coast. The representative to the United Nations says Canada should not be stepping in where Haitian police are failing. We
7: don't think it works for Canada or any other country to substitute itself for institutions that should be able to do the job.
8: After 30 years of sending the police, the military, doctors and aid workers, Trudeau says it's time for a different approach. The
7: best thing we can do to help is enable the Haitian
8: leadership and the Haitian
7: people themselves.
8: The two Canadian ships will be redeployed from patrol duties off the coast of West Africa and should be in Haitian waters in coming weeks. Trudeau insists they will not be used to intercept fleeing migrants. Omar. Glad McGregor in Nassau tonight.
0: Provincial pot regulators in Ontario announced a plan today to help licensed companies compete with the black market. Ontario Cannabis Store, which distributes marijuana to retailers, will lower its margins this fall. That's expected to inject about $35 million into the legal market this fiscal year and $60 million next. Time for a short break, but when we come back... It's
1: off a couple of red flags for me
0: solving the case of a stolen Wayne Gretzky card, plus Winnie the Pooh through a terrifying new lens. Police revealed fresh details today in the case of a woman who went missing from Ontario's cottage country More than a year ago, these are new images of the three people they believe are involved in Elnaz Hashtamiri's disappearance, two men and a woman. Another photo shows two other people of interest who rented vehicles a month before the abduction in January 2022.
7: I believe that you would absolutely recognize and be able to identify that as an individual.
0: Police say the 37-year-old was hiding out at a home, then dragged out, into a white Lexus. RCMP in Alberta have cracked a case involving a valuable hockey card of the great one, Wayne Gretzky. It was one of thousands of dollars of collectibles taken in a heist and a key piece of evidence that tipped off investigators. CTV's Alberta Bureau Chief Bill Fortier reports.
1: The owner of this Edmonton area collectibles shop is restocking the shelves with valuable hockey cards he thought he had lost for good. I am surprised. It's, it was close to half. The most notable, this $2,000 special edition Wayne Gretzky booklet card seen here at another shop 40 kilometers away. But to explain how it got here, we have to go back to February 5th. Someone broke into the hobby spot just south of Edmonton and swiped tens of thousands of dollars in high-end cards. This top shelf had around twenty-two dollars to $24,000 in collectibles. A couple days later, the rare Gretzky card was sold to Frogger's House of Cards in Edmonton, where an employee later noticed something wasn't quite right. I asked him about the card and he didn't know anything about it and I just don't understand how you have that big of a card and you don't know any information on the card, so it set off a couple of red flags for me. Connor Kelly-Flett had heard about the the theft in the tight-knit local collectibles community and reached out to his competitor. I texted him and asked him because I was, you know, curious about the cars that were stolen. And the serial numbers matched the one that was missing and they called us right away. Three days later, with the help of surveillance video, police arrested a 32-year-old man and seized more than $35,000 worth of stolen property, including a rifle and drugs. The collectibles returned to the hobby spot.
6: We were fortunate that all of the Pieces of the investigation came together quickly.
1: Mystery solved, yeah. Got a lot of help from our friends in the industry and uh, got lucky on a few things. Luck, quick thinking by one employee and good police work, but all that might not have resulted in a win if not for a clutch assist from the great one. Bill Fortier, CTV News, Edmonton. Still ahead, protest on the pitch.
0: The women of Team Canada say enough is enough.
2: Well, if you're a Kit Kat fan, expect to pay more for your
0: favorite chocolate bar. The price is going up. And same goes for instant coffee. Nestlé, the world's biggest food group that makes the product, says that despite an 8% increase last year, another hike is necessary because it wasn't enough to offset the higher price of raw materials. And there are more troubles at Tesla. The company is recalling more than 360,000 US vehicles. Because of a glitch in its full self driving software, potentially causing the vehicles to speed and increasing the risk of a crash. The recall impacts select models from 2016 to 2023. Last year, Tesla recalled more than 50,000 vehicles over issues with the same software and concerns the cars weren't completely stopping at intersections. Longtime rivals came together tonight for a cause greater than the game at the kickoff for the She Believes Cup in Florida. The Canadian women's soccer team entered the stadium wearing purple T-shirts, a color representing gender equality. The team's currently in a labor dispute with Soccer Canada over pay equity. They played against Team USA. They're supporting the Canadians and won their own battle against the U.S. Soccer Federation for Equal Pay last year. They also won tonight's match... To nothing, And from the soccer pitch to skating, more signs today. The opening of the world's largest outdoor rink is on thin ice. The National Capital Commission says temperatures are still too mild. The latest the Rideau Canal Skateway has opened was February 2nd back in 2002, a record that has now been surpassed by two weeks. After the break, the sinister side of a beloved bear, Winnie the Pooh, reimagined and rated R. Our final story tonight is a twisted take on a children's classic. Winnie the Pooh, the honey-loving character inspired by the real-life bear named for Winnipeg, got a movie makeover, and there is nothing sweet about it. Here's John vendivelli Rao.
2: A truly beloved childhood character, Winnie the Pooh author A.A. Milne... ...would no doubt be horrified at the latest portrayal of his legendary creations... ...with adorable Pooh and Piglet, now central figures in an R-rated slasher? My opinion on this Winnie the Pooh movie is, I think it should not exist. You and I were
7: once children.
2: There's plenty of online outrage. We used to be friends. Why are you doing this? Please that a little-known director named Reese Waterfield has happily taken advantage of copyright exploration. It's been more than 95 years since the first Pooh adventure was penned and published. So in the US, it's now in the public domain, as it has been in Canada for
3: some time. And that means that uh, people are free to make copies, make transformative works, derivative works, adaptations, um, anything they want to do, basically. It's uh, free for the taking.
1: Pooh, piglet,
2: Eeyore. So with a budget of less than $100,000, Waterfield has turned Winnie the Pooh into a half-man, half-bear murderer. And there's been so much buzz about it, the film's opening on 1,500 screens around North America. I think a slasher movie with Winnie the Pooh on one hand is kind of a brilliant idea because it is something that we're
7: going to talk about. It is something that gets a lot of publicity.
2: The movie's already made a million dollars in Mexico, and some noting in the next decade or so, other hugely iconic characters, sorry, Chanel, this means including the original Bugs Bunny and Superman, will also pass into the public domain. In America, the first take on Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie, will be fair for others to copy as of
3: next year. People are already excited about what that means they can do with Steamboat Willie.
2: Waterfield says he's received death threats, but has expressed an interest in making twisted versions of everything from Bambi to Peter Pan. And some can't bear to watch what he does next. John venevali Rouse, CTV News,
0: Toronto. I'm getting nightmares already. Heather Wright will be here tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Good night.